Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna along with the headmaster Don Ferguson, legendary Transformer fan and uh, formerly uh, BotCon staple, Rip BotCon. Um, we are going to do an emergency minicast here talking about the uh, the reveal of the San Diego Comic-Con boxed set for uh, Transformers Revolution. But uh, Don, before we uh, get into that, I do want to give our condolences to the family of Wally Burr, the acclaimed and famous voice director of the 80s, um, who did a lot of work for 80s cartoons that everyone will remember, including uh, Transformers G1. He passed away this week at uh, age 91. I, I, was, I, I, was, I was hoping we would bring that up because uh, I actually I got to meet Wally Burr on a couple of occasions at BotCon, as did a lot of people. Um, just a quick story. Uh, they were raising money for, I think it was either Hasbro's Children's Hospital or, or one of the local charities. And Wally Burr was, he had a lot of his animation bibles there with artwork that was, that was, they were using for references. And he was selling copies of stuff, uh, to people. And then he, he, then he was making the copies and sending them out later on with all the money going towards, uh, whatever, whichever charity it was at the time. And of course, everyone is, totally over all the transformer books getting you know getting i mean there's like a line to get to the books and i'm off to the side and i've got the book with stuff like inhumanoids visionaries i think maybe robotics was in there as well and i was getting a bunch of visionaries artwork down that i wanted to get and he i had to remind him what show it which show he which show it was and he was kind of surprised i wasn't with the rest of the transformer fans and i was getting all the visionary artwork I love it. That's very appropriate too. We'll get into that later, but um, exactly. before uh, before we do get to that uh, Comic Con set, I do want to stress to you guys that uh, Wally Burr, who again passed away this week at age ninety one, was uh, an icon of eighties cartoons. As a voice director, you you heard his work without usually hearing his voice. Um, some of the projects that he worked on, dating back to the early seventies. Uh, he was dialogue director on the Adams Family live-action TV show. He was director on Super Friends, Spider-Man, uh, G.I. Joe, Inspector Gadget, Rainbow Bright, Robotics, Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines, Transformers the Movie, G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe the Movie, Inhumanoids, Visionaries, Dino Riders, Jim, Bucky O'Hare, My Little Pony. That's not even everything else he's done. That's not even a full list of all the things that man's done, so... Again, our condolences to the family of Wally Burr, uh, an icon, truly an icon of uh, the 70s and the 80s. Like I said, you have heard his work, even if you have not heard his voice. Everybody has heard his work. So, Don, moving to the uh, the reason you and I have convened. So today, uh, Hasbro, today being uh, Monday, uh, July the 10th, uh, press release came down uh, with uh, images and everything about uh, at least one of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives that will be Transformers-related. This is a Revolution comic crossover mega set, uh, retailing for about 100 bucks, $99.99, and available at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, booth 3322. It is a huge box set uh, representing the IDW crossover revolution it includes uh, a leader class jet fire kind of in the vein of the takara release so he's chromeless along with three and three quarter figures from gi joe mask action man 
Micronauts, uh, Visionaries, ROM, and a, uh, a slew of, like I said, Micronauts. They are not three and three quarters, but, uh, but all totaled uh, well over a dozen, 16, in fact, characters from seven story worlds. Um, before we get into each character and uh, how they're represented, Don, uh, what were your initial reactions when you saw this giant uh, mega box set uh, drop this morning? Uh, my first reaction was, damn it, because it's a San Diego exclusive that I actually want, which means it's going to be very difficult to get. Because uh, it's, it's, you know, we all know how hard it is to get San Diego stuff, even if you're at the show. And if you're not at the show, it's going to be so hit or miss either at Hasbro Toy Shop or whatever, if there's any, even any left to go to Hasbro Toy Shop. So I, I'm glad it, I'm glad it was made because it hits so many buttons for so many collectors, both IDW and fans of those different properties. But that's going to make it just even harder to get unless there's people out there piecing out the set because they only want the roadblock or they may want the ROM because he sports a very classic look to him Mm -hmm. from the Marvel comic days. So I'm grateful it's coming out for one special reason I'm sure we'll get into. But I'm also thinking this is going to be a terrible set to try to pick up because it's going to be so many people wanting a part of the set. Yeah, that's a fair point. I could see... um... I could see people trying to scalp it piece by piece. You're correct, or property by property. But I think a, a lot of people will just want the set because it's really come together, I think, really nicely. And by picking a leader class Transformers uh, toy, uh, a bunch of three and three quarter uh, characters, and then even the Micronauts who are uh, appropriately micro-sized, very, very small. They are roughly believably sort of ish in scale with each other. Uh, and they even kind of call that out in some of the press uh, clippings. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, of course, it's a going to be just based on pictures, a giant box, a big behemoth box with a uh, display window. Um, and I say that because uh, the pictures show uh, the box opened and closed and opened. You can see that leader class jet fire probably only takes up like 20%. Of the box or so, and uh, leader class jet fire is quite large. So, mm-hmm. if you put two and two together, this box set's going to be really, really big, just in sheer scale. So, um, let's start with the Transformers. This is a Transformer minicast, after all. Don, it looks like we're going to more or less get the uh, Takara version of leader class uh, legends. Jetfire, do you own that toy, uh, either the Hasbro or the Takara version? And what are your thoughts on it? I've got the Hasbro version, and I've also got the Takara Dark Skyfire version as well that I picked up several years ago. I think I think it's still a good toy. Um, like a lot of classics and generations, it may not have aged as well. Uh, I think it's aged better than some of your earlier ones, like Sideswipe, Sunstreaker, which are still fine toys. I'm just saying some some of the generations universe line from those early days did not age as well i think i think the skyfire did i think it's i think it's a very nice toy um the chrome is not my favorite i'm glad to see the unchrome version because the car version still goes for a fair amount of money uh the last time i saw any listed uh at least half of what this whole set would cost just to get the skyfire by itself yeah i would think so i mean when this um this isn't the original classics uh jetfire it's the updated one that 
was already kind of IDW-ish to begin with when they kind of redesigned it. I guess probably three or four years ago at this point. But um, but uh, this uh, this toy, at least the Takara version, retailed for over seventy bucks when it when it came mm-hmm. out. So yeah, it was like seventy five, eighty bucks depending on where you bought it. So <clears throat> for sure, this is a it's already a value just on on that alone. So moving to the three and three quarter figures, um, Action Man himself. Uh, is a part of this set. Um, so that's kind of neat in in and of itself. I think him and he and Rom are definitely going to be the two that don't obviously are not just dripping with uh, 80s nostalgia. But uh, it is kind of cool to have an action man, uh, action man himself in the set. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I know he's part of Revolution, uh, but it is neat that they included him. And uh, what do you think of how he's executed? I actually, I just looked at a few uh, pictures uh, not long before the minicast started, and I have no connection to Action Man at all. Uh, I'm, I know, I know he's more of a UK character originally, mm-hmm. and it, his his backstory is more based in the Marvel UK comics and stuff. Uh, I just don't really have any impression for him other than it, it looks like it's a well sculpted figure, and hopefully he'll, he'll have several accessories since he is a a man of action, a spy and sorts. Yes, but uh, it's. It looks like a fine figure, and I'm, I'm sure there's fans out there who have been wanting something recently done for the character versus some of those larger figures that we got several years ago from the CGI cartoon. Um, I do think that uh, he's uh, very interesting, even for fans who don't uh, who don't know Action Man, like you say. It looks like he comes with three guns. Of course, he's in scale with, uh, with the other three and three-quarter figures, so uh, if you don't know exactly who he is, maybe this is a chance to to learn and then you're going to have him packaged with some other people let's uh let's go next to uh to gi joe roadblock uh is included in this so i think roadblock's definitely if not on the mount rushmore of gi joe characters he's definitely a name uh that everybody knows also the rock played him in the last Mm -hmm. uh, joe movie so he's got some cachet there uh Mm -hmm. any thoughts on uh on roadblock well you know it's I hate to sound like I hate to this, this is going to sound bad, but at least it's not another Snake Eyes. <laughs> you know, it, you know, I don't mean that bad. I'm just saying I don't know what I, I would have put a more obscure character. Maybe now again, I don't know what characters have been popular in the. I don't. I don't I've not been reading Revolution, mm-hmm. but maybe something that we haven't seen before, like off the top of my head, Wild Bill, Chuckles. Ooh. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter again, maybe in a different outfit from the previous San Diego version several years ago that is going for so much money. Yeah. Just something that you wouldn't normally see. That's not like Duke, Snake Eyes, Cobra Commander, Scarlet. You know, Roadblock. You know, and say you know things like that. Again, it's it's a well looking, it's a well done figure. It it looks good. And again, like you said, with uh, the Rock having recently recently portrayed him, mm-hmm. that's probably why he's in the set. Yeah, I, I would think so. Like I said, he's got some he's got some juice behind him. He's got some history behind him. At least certainly, like from a super casual standpoint, uh, super casual fan standpoint. Okay, next, yeah. uh, Visionaries. Visionaries <laughs> is back. Don um, Leoric is back. Yes. Um, you're a Visionaries guy, so I give the floor yeah. to you. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? Oh God. Uh, do you even have to ask? Thumbs up. Uh, since the day I joined Twitter, I've in, in my bio it says, "Please ask Hasbro for a Visionaries reboot." 
because the the show the animation was done by TMS mm-hmm. for uh, I believe for most of the episodes if not all of them uh, gorgeous animation unique storyline uh, just interesting characters um, again also done by Wally Burr the downside the only thing I have to say about this figure is I am extremely disappointed there are no holograms and mm. that leads me to believe was the late 80s the pinnacle of hologram technology. <laughs> and we just and, and we just can't do any better, so they decided to, you know. I, I mean, it's just really the lack of holograms is the one thing that I have an issue with that figure. Um, now, and I may be wrong, but it looks like the owl, which is basically Leoric's staff, uh-huh. his power was wisdom, so it was represented by the owl. It looks like the owl might have some glow in the dark uh, trim line around it, so that may be something. I can't tell if that's just like a green line to sort of make it pop against the background or that's like, like a glow in the dark, um, uh, feature that'll be showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, also the staff, I mean, unless the staff has, you know, a hidden feature because the original staffs, the hologram fo- fluctuated between a unicorn and then the symbol of the power. Mm-hmm. So whenever you, t- whenever you twisted the uh, staff, it would reflect one or the other, and that showed that showed in the cartoon. So I'm a little disappointed. I'm hoping the staff maybe has a hidden gimmick that we don't know about. But again, I'm still very happy to see this figure, and so glad they're starting Visionaries back up, apparently. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? Uh, this is a new Visionaries toy. It's in a fun scale because obviously it, it all kind of works together. And, uh, yeah, Don, this might be the start of something big. You never know. I'm, I'm really hoping it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, just a, been a dream of mine to get new visionaries product. And other than, other than that Leoric Mighty Mug a couple years ago, there's been no new product for almost 30 years, except for the DVD release that was, you know, over and done with. That's crazy. You know, when think when, um, when trivia like that comes up for frankly, most, uh, most every toy line ever that, uh, you know, it's gone dormant for decades. It does remind you to appreciate Transformers and every other uh, line, which is rare, any other line, I should say, that uh, that has lasted relatively healthy and consistently for decades, like Transformers. Transformers is really, really rare. Most, most toy lines and most properties are like visionaries. Speaking of, ROM, so there are two... Uh, figures in the three and three quarters um, category in this box set that uh, represent Rom. <clears throat> so that's uh, that's more than any other of the three and three quarters. You get Rom himself itself and a dire wraith. Uh, thoughts on this on this one, Don? I, I, Rom specifically, both actually, but uh, Rom specifically, very faithful, or it seems like they were trying to be very faithful to the design of Rom. He is he is not in any way. A um, a simple recolor or uh, a uh, a GI Joe dipped in silver. He has got a completely new torso, uh, head. Uh, I mean, from head to toe, they really went all out to create a three and three quarters Rom figure. Exactly, um, and Rom has been an important part of the Marvel because uh, Marvel basically did the same thing with Rom that it with Transformers. They created the backstory. Because uh, when Kenner sold, when they bought the license from Kenner, or Kenner sold them the license, however it worked out, there was no backstory. So mm-hmm. uh, everything you read about Rom nowadays is all based on what Marvel created in house 
to give the character its own universe and its own depth. And even even before IDW picked it up, Rom, uh, well, far uh, well, actually, the Dire Race was showing up in even the first the first uh, New Warriors comic, as you know, as late as that was. Uh, as the final villain of the the last arc of the New Warriors comic, the Dire Wraith Queen. Mm-hmm. So, Rom has had a bit more of a presence. It's been very background, but it, it has popped up a little bit here and there through the years. Uh, but seeing this classic Rom should make a lot of. Rom has always had a very small, compared to other uh, other brands, mm-hmm. but a v- super loyal fan base. I mean, mm-hmm. again, there's the whole entire ROM universe was created by Marvel above and beyond what the Kenner toy was. And I'm so glad a lot of people can, are getting this figure now, uh, because it's, it's a new, it's a new, it's the first new ROM figure other than maybe someone's custom to job. And since the original toy. Yeah, it's very exciting. And he has a really cool counterpart, the dire wraith that comes in this set. Very spooky, very cool. Long, uh, tendril, evil, alien-y, alien-y uh, hands, um, creepy as all get-out face. They did a really good job on the Wraith. He's, um, because of the uh, elongated and, and terrifying arms, uh, he feels a lot larger than the other three-and-three-quarter figures in this, uh, in this set. I think they did a really good job. They really cranked up the spook factor, and uh, he looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah, reminds me of the old the zombie viper from a couple of years ago. Is well, that was part of the uh, there was a two pack of zombie vipers that was out there for a while. That's so that's what I'm not sure if any of the parts are used for this figure or not, but that's sort of what it reminds me of. So the uh, the last figure in the three and three quarters category in the uh, San Diego Comic Con box set that Hasbro dropped on us via press release today is Matt Tracker. Now I saved him for last on. Mm-hmm. Because I would be remiss to not address that uh, this is probably or apparently based on Twitter reaction the first time that a mass audience has gotten a good gander at the current incarnation of Matt Tracker, who happens to mm-hmm. be uh, African American mm-hmm. and not uh, not just a, a carbon copy of the '80s Matt Tracker. Right. And there's been a little bit of. Um, of chatter from people who maybe are less than, uh, I guess, uh, tolerant, dare I say, intelligent. So I, I would say, I would say to them, um, change is good. It's not like Matt Tracker has to look a certain way, but uh, I'm a little surprised. I'm not. How should I say this? I'm disappointed, but not surprised that we get a, a tinge of this when things like this happen on Twitter. Um, I mean, it is what it is. He's Matt Tracker, and uh, frankly, he's probably getting um, more press than he's gotten, obviously, in darn near 30 years, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about the character and not the color of the skin, wouldn't you say? Yeah, um, you know, and for those people who like their Matt Tracker more classic, we did get the G.I. Joe Matt Tracker several years ago that was very faithful to the the toy, the the toy, the uh, toy and the show accurate Matt Tracker. Um, this new version is just a re- reimagining. It's just like Transformers. I mean, Optimus Prime doesn't always look the same. Uh, my favorite, my favorite Optimus Prime is one that's not 
a favorite of everybody's, and, that, and that's Fire Convoy for, or Robots in Disguise. And he and he's not a truck; he's a fire truck. He's not a he's not a he's not a regular truck, you know. So, you know, but everybody has favorites that they don't that they, they don't want to see change because of the nostalgia factor. But you know, classic mass fans did get the GI Joe character, so IDW fans should at least get this character to represent their Matt Tracker because for a, for a whole new readership. This is Matt Tracker, so he deserves a toy in his contemporary look. Uh, you know that uh, changing a character is, is see, that's one thing. I guess b- me being all, as old as I am, mm-hmm. I was here when all this stuff was on TV. I was watching it on TV with rabbit ears. Say in some cases, using a UHF antenna. Kids, ask your parents what UHF is. Oh right, uh, for sure, uh, and not the Weird Al movie, but. I don't, I don't have a problem with these changes because it's a whole new generation of kids, right. a whole new, a whole new world, uh, and so a different Matt Tracker is for a different audience. But you've still got, it's like Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters movie did not make the old Ghostbusters movie not exist. So everybody's got their own, got their own. So I just don't see why people are making an issue of it. Uh, you people know, when it's. People. it's what yeah, people do? are people. What can you but, do? But you know, it is what it is. But uh, this uh, Matt Tracker, black, be it black or be it white, uh, you know what, Matt Tracker, it's a beautiful thing having Matt Tracker back in the fold, especially in toy form. Toy form. He's uh, he mm-hmm. is a nice update, I feel, to the um, to the '80s Matt Tracker. I mean, obviously, this is the first time seeing the IDW updated design as far as like his uh, his mask and his body armor and all that kind of realized in three dimensions. And I do think it looks good. I mean, I think it, I think it's a nice modernization of the of the armor and the outfit. I mean, I think it pulls it off pretty nicely, don't you say? I, I think he, I think he looks very nice. Um, again, uh, it's I'm not sure what all accessories he's got. I had a chance to look at all the accessories that may be pictured or not. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the sculpting looks good. The the mask, from what I what I've seen so far, looks right. Yeah. So. So I mean, you know, I've got no problem with it. It's uh, a shame he doesn't have a vehicle that can go with it, you know. But again, that'll be for on down the road for other exclusives, or maybe even we're seeing a whole new line. Maybe this because I had said several, several uh, at least last year mm-hmm. that when we when we start getting mask and maybe a visionaries and maybe a GI Joe relaunch, mm-hmm. them all being in the same three and three quarter inch size would make the most sense because you've got all the interchangeable parts plus what you could use from previous existing GI Joe molds. Mm-hmm. So you, so you could run three lines of the same size for a lot less cost. And I'm, I'm thinking that's what we're seeing here is a standardization of lines and the human characters that also happen to scale fairly well with the transformers. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I think it's exciting the possibilities, especially in these uh, these lines that uh, actually all of them except for Transformers, all these lines have a, a storied history with vehicles and playsets and other things like that, where the uh, the action figure is just kind of part of the whole shebang, the whole story. It's very exciting to think that maybe they are uh, at least mulling the idea of a vehicle or two, especially especially now that they've kind of consolidated the uh, the scale. And the basic design of all of them to be three and three quarters. That's always been yeah. a nice size for action figure plus vehicle toy lines for sure. Very exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and your play pa- and the big thing is they always go for is play pattern. And I mean, if if you can have your GI Joes borrow a mass vehicle to fight the dire race, you've got a massive play pattern right there. It's kind of like Titan Masters, you know, you, all your Titan Masters can fit any other character. Now your action figures can could fit potentially all the vehicles. So you've got a massive play pattern right there. Uh, that would, would 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 appeal to a lot of kids. Uh, last thing to kind of round out the box set is nine in total, nine <clears throat> Micronauts figures or figurines. Uh, they look uh, tiny, uh, maybe, I don't know, a half inch or so, maybe an inch tall uh, at most. Um, Don, were you a Micronauts guy growing up? Uh, I mean, what are your, what's your exposure to this brand? Uh, I had a couple when I was younger and in, in, in the mid seventies back when, back when they were coming over based on the same three and three quarter inch size, I had the Micronauts battle cruiser that had the big guns that came off the side that shot the darts that wouldn't go anywhere because they were too heavy. They would basically just fall out of the gun if you shot them. Um, you know, so I, I had, I had the old Micronauts. I didn't ever read the comics, so I didn't have a lot. The only thing I remember about the comics is they had one of the greatest taglines. They came from inner space. And I thought that that was one of the coolest taglines I remember seeing because they came from this little microverse reality. Uh, but again, I know Micronauts has always been popular with a lot of people. Again, it's another fandom that's that stood the test of time, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad they're getting the figures. To me, it looks like if you look at uh, some of the Exo Squad, uh, another line from the past, they they made little micro figures that went with some of their play sets, like little micro exosuits, kind of like a, a little smaller than your average hero clicks. It looks they look to be about that size to me anyway. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice addition to the set. Obviously, it's kind of required if you're going to properly tell the revolution story as a box set. It's cool. I mean, it, it, it's cool to draw from such old material, and uh, again. Nothing but potential. One thing that I do want to add is that uh, it does note in the press release that uh, this is a uh, a prelude to IDW's upcoming Revolution First Strike sequel set for later this year. So, um, hey, excitement abounds. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm very excited that uh, that Hasbro has shown that uh, they are willing to support and foster Revolution as concepts uh, all the way through San Diego Comic Con. And beyond, because uh, I do feel like this is a way to uh, to reintroduce uh, these properties properly, even though Transformers may have cooled off a bit as um, as like the uh, the the brand that's going to do all the heavy lifting for something like this. It's not white hot like it was five, six, seven years ago, uh, but uh, I think it's definitely hot enough to to carry the load here. And uh, Don, where? Where do you want to see them go next? Do you want to see? Do you want the next set to basically be more of this? Would you like a different spin on it? Like now that we've kind of broken the uh, broken the ice on Revolution in toy form, I mean, where do you want to see this go? Well, if if they do any more sets, hopefully it'll be uh, again some characters that'll be um, maybe like the next set would have Darkstorm, which would be Leoric's Darkling Lord counterpart. Maybe it would be some other space knights that that, that existed in the ROM universe. Uh, some more dire rasp to, to fill out that. 
uh, a GI again, the GI Joe a little more unique. That would be you know someone you someone you've not seen like maybe a new Quick Kick or a new Shipwreck. You know someone who doesn't get a figure that often compared to the other ones. Um, what I would also like to see is I'm not sure what their plans are for working more because there's already a bunch of continuities involved with this. So adding more to the mix would be really difficult. But I hope Hasbro continues to remember their past. And that now that I'm now that we're getting visionaries, I am so stoked for that. But I would like for all my friends out there, I would like to see them look at Inhumanoids uh, as that making a comeback as well, which I think could be really interesting. And this may not work, but robotics because that was a Hasbro licensed property mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, thanks to the TF Wiki, they were the Autobots and Decepticons of their Universal continuity. So. It would be kind of nice to see, you know, even if it's not like, you know, not maybe the big motorized sets, but maybe mm-hmm. like if they if they still can get the license, like little Lego style sets that are, you know, I would like to see them look at more of their history and sort of make different box sets as this as this trend continues. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I like the idea that you had there of. Uh... Maybe doing some arch nemeses in the next box set. Do some counterparts too. That'd be fun. Yeah, because you know th- th- this is a very uh, 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 lawful good alignment, except for the mm. dire race. Yes. So you know you could probably have Miles Mayhem from Venom. You mm, could yes. have maybe um, this would be a good idea for the next set to to have to have a GI Joe figure. Maybe a Destro similar to Pimp Daddy Destro from a couple years ago, <laughs> sure. so so more people could get that Destro, uh, you know. And then you can have, uh, you know, just again more bad guys to round out the good guys. Except the Dire Race would be replaced with like more, more Space Knights. Yeah. So, you know. Yep, for sure. Uh, lots of places that they go, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about this. Maybe a lot more about this on the big show later this week. Be sure to check that out. Uh, Don, thanks for joining me on the minicast, this emergency podcast, talking about this box set. I'm, you know, I'm glad, glad to help out. Again, this is it contains one character I've been waiting literally almost 25 years to see back on the shelves, so to speak, and I'm just really ecstatic. I just don't know how I'm going to find one of these. But. Uh, you know what? I think just because... Uh, uh, if history serves us, these things will probably show up. What is it about? Like a week and a half after San Diego Comic Con, they go up on Hasbro Toy Shop. Isn't it something like two Tuesdays after the show or something like that? Yeah, but problem is, like I said, there's so many. Th- this one box set is hitting so many people's buttons. Mm. And instead of it being like, oh, this is a mighty mug of Chewbacca, and how many people wants a Chewbacca mighty mug versus, oh, this set has nine different characters for nine different continuities yeah. and everybody's trying for the same set to get their, to get their one figure. So it's all I can say is everybody try to help your fellow fan out if you get a chance. <laughs> so, so everybody gets these figures in hand. Uh, I second that. Uh, and before I go, before we go, I do want to remind everybody to support this show and every show on the tfradio.net podcast network by going to tfradio.net slash amazon and doing your amazon shopping or just click an amazon link when you go to tfradio.net while you're looking for all the latest podcasts you will support the show because when you buy stuff on amazon after going to tfradio.net slash amazon some nickels and dimes from your uh checkout amount 
go into Brian Kilby's pocket. He uses those to keep the lights on. So we thank you for your support. Just go to tfradio.net slash Amazon or click an Amazon link at tfradio.net. And again, our condolences to the family of Wally Burr. Wally Burr was a legend. And I think I speak for Don too. Do yourself a favor. If you're a fan of Transformers or anything that was animated in the 80s, look up the man's work. Uh, see what he did. See what he worked on. Then head over to YouTube or your favorite uh, streaming video source or source of video. Perhaps your DVD uh, cabinet. Uh, and pop in some of Wally's work. And uh, just uh, take a stroll down uh, Nostalgia Lane knowing that the man that commanded the voices that you hear has passed on to the uh, to the next plane of existence. And uh, we will pour one out for Wally at the age of 91, an icon of 80s animation. Uh, gone, uh, even at 91, gone too soon. So uh, our condolences to Wally Burr's family for... Headmaster Don Ferguson, this is John DeLuno. We will see you on the next RFC minicast. Music provided by bensound.com.